everybody to the extended cut. Here I am, Russell Johnson again with John Reeves. Welcome. Hey, hey, how's everybody? They're doing great. I answered for them. <laughs> good. <laughs> Glad. Yeah, good. Good to uh, be with everybody again. We are working our way through the Book of Philippians, uh, but probably more pressing than that is I had a big announcement on Sunday. Yeah, we did. Busy yeah. week last week, uh, trying to make a wise decision for our body and be responsible. Be uh, as much in line with uh, what our government expects as we can be, and at the same time, well, yeah, we're looking forward to getting back together. Yeah, there's um, just thinking through it. Uh, for us, it kind of jumped on up on us a little yeah, quicker, uh, and I think we were trying to, you know, for weeks we've been saying win, 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 and then all of a sudden this opening came, and it came because Governor McMaster had a conversation with church leaders yep. that opened the door for us. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so it was, again, we uh, if you'd asked us this two weeks ago, we wouldn't have known, and then last week it became really apparent that we should go ahead and reopen, and part of that was a, a uh, call that Governor McMaster did with Southern Baptist pastors specifically in South Carolina, and uh, and basically he said that he's never told us we couldn't meet, so that, that was part of it, but then he just seemed, uh, even by his tone, to ease some of his thoughts on the church gathering again. As long as, and I mean, very specifically, the the social distancing is is a huge part of the is a huge part of the deal. Mm-hmm. So a, a variety of churches are approaching it different ways, and you know, we don't think we're the the smartest in the world, but this is the one we felt really comfortable with for ourselves, and we've been working pretty hard on trying to get it right where it's responsible. And the polling that we did last week to to get everybody in and get, get the survey was really helpful. So we kind of got a feel for where our people are. So all all of that makes us. Continued, uh, we continue to be excited about the 17th. Yeah. So when I think about the the data from that that survey, yeah. I'm just going to read a little bit of it. Thank you for, to all the people that filled it out. We had what 500? Yeah, over 500 people responded, and so when you do that, that just helps us. We knew we were going to meet on the 17th. Yeah. But this information tells us now how we're going to meet on the 17th, which is was really helping. That was just a great turnout by everybody. So we appreciate it. 500, which represents who knows how many, because that was that one per household. So it's Really, really helpful. Yeah. So when you think about people who who chimed in and you think about the overall, you're looking at a lot of people said, hey, nearly 75% of our people, and when I say our people, we're talking about all five locations. All five locations. 75% said, hey, we're ready to meet on May 17th. That's right. And then uh, what was great is when people filled in why they wouldn't be ready to meet on the 17th. And so those responses were um, obviously just gave us a peek into how people are feeling about sure. this. And yep. so you got people who clearly that, that are still worried about it and for right reasons, maybe because of that being in that risky age yep. or because of other respiratory or immune issues and so man for up for the for you people who find yourself in that spot stay home yeah please man we're going to continue to stream the services we don't want to put any undue pressure for people to feel like you have to show up on the 17th nobody's getting an extra jewel for this <laughs> you don't get extra bonus points yep. you're not going to lose anything by staying at home uh, but there are on the other hand, several of us who say, man, we're ready. Yep. And uh, it looks like as the the states and our country 
looks like a lot of this is starting to open up, and we want to take full advantage. Yeah, we, we did, and do appreciate again for the folks that the reasons for staying at home, that was really helpful to get to read through. Folks yeah. took their time, filled that out. Some some of them just really well thought out, and some of them just not quite ready yet, and you talk maybe June 1st. Mm-hmm. All that made a ton of sense to us, and I think we as a nation are trying to figure this out, but... Uh, so we'll have a good group. Can, folks can wear masks, and we just want to continue to encourage them. None of that's – I don't know about Maloney, but I don't think anybody else make fun of you if that's you have right. a mask on. But <laughs> not, the, you know, there'll be a variety of stuff. It's just going to be new to us all, yeah. how we have to approach this, at least for now, and who yeah. knows for how long. And we're all, no matter what location, we're all going to practice social distancing. Absolutely. We're, we're all going to do that. We, we're not – this is not, hey, we're all coming and gathering and hugging, and th- this is – truly what we're going to try to do, which yep. is we're going to try to social distance and we're going to worship in one more different form. So we've had to do it via Zoom with our small groups. We've had to do it via online. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to enter into a new way of doing it with a little distancing between us. That's right. And, and I think we can adapt. We're nimble. We can do it. And it'll be fun to see people face to face, even if they are six feet away. So I'm going to have to be a little bossy to our huggers. That's right. I'm just going to have to take a little breaks coming back. <laughs> And to our handshakers, I know some of our older guys, we don't even know how to address somebody without hand, shaking hands. We're just going to have to be disciplined about that for a little while. So, Yeah, I've made that mistake multiple times. Matter of fact, on on Saturday, groceries at the go, I was going to meet somebody, and I stuck my hand out, and <laughs> they looked at me like, what, what are, are you, you doing? doing? I'm like, I'm sorry. I completely forgot. So then I'm having to do the elbow wave, which to me is more awkward, but good grief. Yeah. I might keep. Keep my hands in my pocket. I'm working on making that cool. I ain't quite figured it out yet. <laughs> Anybody can do it, it's you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. So uh, Mother's Day's coming up. I thought we might tease a little bit. Yeah. So May 10th, those of you who are listening, take care of your moms. Man, I, my, yeah. my mom is taken care of. Terry is taken care of. So man, I'm ready to go. I got a little surprise from my mom, so I can't tell you because she might be listening. Yeah, yeah. I got my mom worked out. We're working on Cheryl. That's good. Working on Cheryl. Yeah. yeah. I think I think the troops got it figured out, but they better have it figured out. That's good. Um, so Sunday, people need to be in for a little bit of a different uh, special treat. Oh yeah. Be in Philippians, but yeah. maybe uh, get to hear from. Some yes. moms and generations of mothers. Yeah, so we got Cheryl and uh, my daughter-in-law, Hannah, and my daughter, Mariah, and babies. So it's a, a lot of ladies, uh, all girls except for me. We do a little interview with all of them, and they did a nice job. So we we pulling that together. Uh, we'll have that ready for Sunday. That's going to be great. It should be fun. Yeah, yeah and, then, and then I think we're working on a couple other treats for moms that mm. they're going to want to watch that uh, I think they'll enjoy. Good stuff. Yep. All right, Philippians 2, kind of going with what you, obviously this is the passage you preach through. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it seems like first three chapters of Philippians, if you're a preacher and can't preach any of these chapters, then something's wrong. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is chapter 2, 1 through 11. It's just gold. We could have took three Sundays and, mm. you know, well, I probably had 20 minutes to talk about it, which mm. seems, seem, you know, like for us that... We love the scriptures and particularly some of these really rich passages. So, so it, I really enjoyed studying for it. And at the same time, it, there's there's some theology and some stuff in there that I can't even. I just had mm. to brush over. Yeah. So it'd be great for you know if you're listening, it's a great passage to spend some time in and really really allow it to soak into you. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun when you were done. We answered your questions and then we typically pray. And I just, 
you know, just said, hey, let, let's read the passage again. That's kind of verses 5 to 11. And I just made everybody in our family pick, pick one of those and pray that verse. That's like great. pray something from it. Great idea. And it was, uh, it was fun to see what people picked and, and why they picked it and how they prayed around it. And as they did, it just was making for us this, and this is, this is Christology. Mm-hmm. This is what we call Christology. This is the Rich. study of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, the different facets that come out from it was was pretty cool. Indeed. What were some of the things? I know you, you know, as you studied, clearly you only had 15, 20 minutes to handle it. We could have preached three sermons from it. Easy. But yep. what were the things that jumped out at you? Well, always, you know, for me, uh, that selfish ambition word NLT doesn't use it exactly the same but I uh it's always been convicting for me mm. because uh, of the pride of my own heart yeah. so it's uh it, it was really good for me to every time I read through that passage I ask myself am I operating out of selfish ambition is this about me am I promoting myself man that can go in your own home you don't even have to get outside your house to mm. see how am I operating in my house am I setting myself up? So it was really good. I've never thought about it like I talked about it on Sunday. Am I ambitious for others? Mm. I've never defined humility like that, which is not you know not, not accurate, you know like perfect definition. But in the passage, you really get a little feel for that. That's been a great conversation at my house, and I, I love that. Even talking about my kids on sport teams, are you ambitious for other kids to get better on the team? You in, in the house, are we ambitious for our siblings? Uh, all that was really healthy for me. And then, and, you know, really looking hard in the mirror is is that with Cheryl, is am I being ambitious for Cheryl? Which, mm. you know, uh, it's not just about the honeydew list, right? It's, yeah. it's a, that, so some projects she wants, sure, but then there's some things that I think in my head that I can't always get out of my mouth that to say and encourage Cheryl. That, all that was uh, very personal for me. To, to work through, but knowing uh, our body and our nation, those are real conversations for everybody. Yeah, no doubt. Um, talk again about when you got to verse seven, the emptied himself. Yeah. You gave, what was your illustration there? Emptied himself. Do you remember the illustration? Because it, I can't remember it now. I know I'm catching you off guard. Milton, right. Milton, uh, my oldest, he brought it up again. Must have been good. Dan. Yeah, it was really good. It, it was funny for. I mean, you mentioned it really in passing. It wasn't like have. a a long illustration. Um, oh man, I should have. Said it's, oh, the uh, the king on the chessboard. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Only yeah. being able to move one yeah, one yeah. block at a time. Yeah. All directions. Yeah. Uh, that struck me when I read the article about the queen. Yeah. You know, about Sunday morning being, then I started going, wait a minute, but the king is what the game's all about. Yeah. And then our king, what really struck me was, and I shared that illustration really quickly, is that when Jesus is being arrested, he he flashes his glory and all the soldiers fall down. It's just yeah. amazing. You kind of get lost in the gospels with that story. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking that's kind of how the king works, and that's how our king was. It looked like he wasn't that powerful. He could only move a thing at a time, but he makes a decision. Yeah. Everybody falls down. That, that's the reality of the king's position. But on the chessboard, we kind of—he's limited. It looks like mm. everybody else is more important, which is not not true. Yeah. So, I love the the word there, verse seven. When you when you read it, the idea of emptied himself. 
Um, most people just use the Greek word, which is kenosis. Yeah, I didn't know. I see. I was going kenosis. Yeah, kenosis. That's fine. Right, it's kenosis. Kenosis. Um, it's really interesting because most guys, when they just talk about this this idea of Jesus becoming a man, mm-hmm. the theological term is the Greek word. Yeah, that, kenosis. It's very really. That's what it is. Yeah. When I know it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Greek word and that's been repeated so many times since I was a kid. They, yeah. You read this passage, I, I tell people it's the kenosis passage. Yeah, that's right. And it, very rarely you refer it as a, a Greek word. Yeah, so it is that, I mean, because there's been so much written, so much thought Books. given to how did he empty passage. himself? Mm-hmm. How did he do this? Um, and when you think about it, it just is... It really is uh, an amazing thought of all that Christ had and to remove some of those things from him. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a great conversation. Um, I think think some people think, did he remove his deity? Did he remove his power? And if 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 you can just for a moment, like just put it in terms of spiritual and natural... Like for me, I think you, you think about Jesus, God, is a spirit being. And with that comes so much more mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. So when you think about the created spirit beings, angels and seraphim and cherub, and like they have lived forever. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, They're not eternal, but they get to live for a really long time, eons maybe even, Mm -hmm. and the realm in which they're in, all the things that they have seen, um, and for Jesus to empty himself of that spiritual piece of it, like that that spirit being, not his divinity, not his power. Obviously, he didn't remove power, right? But this clearly removing that portion of it, I wonder if if that's the pri- some of the primary things that he emptied himself of to become finite and physical and limited yeah. here. Um, and I know we don't talk in those uh, in those in that realm, if you will, of a lot of spiritual stuff. But um, I know we go to his characteristics of him having to empty himself. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it it could be more about nature instead of characteristics. Mm. Yeah, it was uh, so, I mean, certainly a mystery. Mm-hmm. Like that that part, there's so, every time I would name an attribute or a characteristic, I'd have to chuckle because it's like, I just said he's eternal yeah. and he was born. And I <laughs> chuckled to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you, so either way, you it's, it's mind-blowing, mm-hmm. this particular concept, which is why so much is written. As guys try to, and ladies try to get their heads around it, uh, it certainly speaks to the greatness of God and his plan. Yeah, no doubt. I, um, you know, you, you read through this amazing hymn, creed, whatever it was in the there early was. church, it, it was something important. Um, was that clear when I talked about that, that this is kind of, he kind of slid this into what he's writing to the... Yes, I, I I talked about it with my family afterwards. I, in my Bible, it's actually indented Mine's as a poem. Mm-hmm. And I just told them, you know, when you see that in the Old Testament, a lot of times it's a poetic language, it's a song. You get that in the New Testament, you see it some too. You know, when you see it in the epistles, like you see it in Corinthians, you see it in Philippians, like you need to know this is our earliest 
Pretty church cool. doctrine here. Mm-hmm. And so, like this this one here is this one's worthy of being memorized. Agree. And so, um, I love that he, all the eyes are out. He's not Paul mm-hmm. doesn't talk about him. So you, this is clearly something that a group of people have embraced. Yeah. In the early church, it's yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, you. I mean, he, going through him becoming the likeness of a man, humbling himself to death, and then exalted and gave him the name that is above every name. Mm. And then for us, it was interesting as, as one of my kids prayed that every knee will bow, and sometimes you get this, this, this rote prayer of thank you, thank you, thank you. I confess, <laughs> I confess, I confess. I need help, I need help, I need help. But just of thinking, man, every knee is going to bow. Like you are worthy just to just to talk about how good you are. Mm. And anyway, just a great piece of it. And for me, what jumped off is there are people in heaven, there are people on earth, and there are some under the earth. And it is going to be recognized by all of those, um, which I don't know if I fully understand that. <laughs> no. But, man, that, that is totality if I ever saw it. Yeah, it's just I, you always picture that even when I was a kid, like your kid's age. What does that look like? It's you know, by force is every need like, or, or I mean, it won't be by force. It'll be the force of of his glory is going to make you fall on your knees. It's, yeah. it's got this crazy. It's it's a it's a shocking picture. No doubt. Um, yeah, I wonder. You know, as I as I look at this, that the heavenly bodies are going to know it. The the people on earth are going to know crazy. it, and these people under the earth, which. I think those are going to be people from yeah. you know, maybe not people, not only people, but that have rejected God right. and His truth. That like it's going to be clear. Like this was this was the winning team. Yeah, it reminds us of that Revelation series we did. Where yeah, this is. I mean, e- even then you go back to uh, the Gospels, and even the stones are going to cry. Every everybody mm-hmm. in the presence of God humbles themselves. Yeah, that's yeah, a. I mean, it's a beautiful passage. I mean, it, it, there's so many things that could be pulled out that just remind us of, you know, just how good and great Jesus is. And then for all of that to be started, when he, Paul looks at it and says, we're not supposed to do have rivalry, vain conceit. We should have humility. And we do this based on the ultimate humility of Jesus Christ. And um, anyway. Yeah, you know, I... I read this book since I was a young boy, and I, this time more than, I, I don't know if I wasn't paying attention or if that's just the unity that he's expecting for the church. You know, I always think joy when I read this book, which is rightfully so, because it, he laces it all the way through, but him pushing back on them to not be divisive hmm. in a variety of ways, really in every chapter. In the first chapter, he's he's... Clearly, some people are preaching the gospel just to spite him. Hmm. And he, he takes the high road, says, hey, I'm not worried about it. And there's like, and then he, you know, by the end of the book, verse 4, he's got a few ladies that have been arguing, and he kind of corrects them in a pretty gracious way. And you certainly feel it in this chapter where he, after walking with Christ and knowing who Christ was, we, we, should, we should be aligned. Hmm. There should be this... Lack of competition between the churches in Lexington 
and even to get really practical, which is it's easy to get caught up in trying to figure out what. So, so going back to our announcement of opening on the 17th, mm. uh, everybody, this isn't something to be proud of. This is a decision we made. Yeah. I mean, we're excited about it. We're excited to get back together, but uh, we're not trying to compete with, we're, mm. you know, man, we got really good friends at a variety of these churches, and we are aligned with them in the spirit. And when we're doing this right, we are overwhelmed by the Savior, and that, that creates an incredible amount of humility in us because mm. we got no business being in his presence. Yeah. Yeah, we are. I will, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I haven't preached Philippians in a while, and I, I, was, uh, I was at First Baptist Snyder. I was a pastor there, and it's probably, this is probably 15 years ago. Back in the day. Back in the day. Wow. And I didn't know what I was doing. And I just knew, you know, we, we were, I preached Philippians and I got to this part in verse chapter one where it talks about preaching against, you know, out of envy and, yeah. and I, I was able to kind of muster my way through that, you know, and then I got to this part where it said, do nothing out of rivalry or conceit. And mm. I was, uh, I'll never forget where I was. I was convicted because there was a, there was a buddy of mine from college that I was comparing my ministries with. Ooh, wow, yeah. And I couldn't, I could not, like, I was like, I'm not going to be able to preach on Sunday morning until I do something. Mm. And I remember having to make that phone call and wow. just call to say, man, I am, I'm sorry because I'm fixing to have to get up and tell people not to do this. And here I am, I'm, I'm watching you with jealousy. Mm-hmm. I'm watching what you're doing, and I want it. I, and even to the point, I think I deserve what you have. And you know what I mean? Like yes. it was I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I'll leave. And yeah. I, I just remember, I remember where I was sitting in my office when that conviction came over, and I can even see the phone. I can see the whole <laughs> desk. You know, you've had those moments where yes. you're like, "Oh man, I don't want to have to do this." And um, there was something really freeing about being able to say. You know, just, you know, this is who we are. This is what we struggle with. This is Indeed. what we deal with. And it may not be preaching, but we might look at somebody else's kids and say, why are they, why are their kids seem better than my kids? Or why is their med- marriage? We just, it is so easy to just get in competition mode. And, um, and, and for some of us, it just, it would be really helpful. I, I, I was even thinking about it the other day, just, you know, you you know, some my wife shares something that some family's doing on Facebook, and I'm like, gosh, why aren't we doing that? Yep. I'm like, Russell's. I mean, stop. It's not. You know what I mean? It is so easy to just want to compete instead of thinking, man, good for y'all. Yeah, instead of celebrating, yeah. celebrating for them. Yeah, yeah. It's that is a trap. Certainly one I've been caught in too many times. Yeah. And for all of our people, I just wanted to evaluate your heart. Your illustration is perfect. If, if even for our folks listening, if they got a family or a person, yeah, whether you call them or not, but naming that out loud is, yeah. is a big step toward health. No doubt, that's great. That's a great illustration. Yeah. So I, I think with that in mind, the challenge of us knowing that you know, we meet on the seventeenth. If, if if no other church meets, it doesn't make us better. No, and those of us who show up doesn't make us more spiritual. No, so we're no. not that. We're not in competition. We're 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 just trying to. We're trying to honor 
God, the best way we at Radius know how, and this is what we're going to do, and we're going to move forward. And if 20 people show up, we're going to have a good time, 200, whatever. That's right. And um, and then we're going to move forward and try to navigate this. And Yeah. It'll be ever-changing, it seems like, at least for a little while. But we yes. try to do wisdom responsibly, but but humbly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, um, we would just tell everybody just be on the lookout for emails and communication via our social media platforms as information coming in the coming days and weeks about when and where all of our locations will be meeting. And that information is forthcoming. So it's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Appreciate everybody's ability to flex quickly. Yeah. And that's just the season we're in. Yeah. So uh, we've had we've actually added one staff member, and he goes, "I can't believe how fast y'all can change." <laughs> so, which speaks to our people and and yep. folks like folks listening right now, how, how quick you can adapt. We appreciate it, no doubt. All right, well, you guys have a great week. Be on the lookout for all that information coming when we uh, gather again on Sundays, and we'll go from there. See you next time. See y'all.